In today's world, it is confusing and difficult to obtain the necessary things to ascend. I would like to share with you my inner circle and team, where we are all consciously ascending. Through health, wellness, nutrition, and financial means, there is no boundary or limit that my team can't achieve. Upgrade your network, upgrade your health, upgrade your finances. Healthy mind, healthy body, healthy soul. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ascension Show. So glad to have you here today. Hope you're having a great day so far. Today, I'm joined for the second time by my friend Caleb. So happy to have you on, brother. Uh, please give a short introduction. I know you wanted to shout something out. Yeah, so I'm currently just uh, what I would call myself an intermediary venture capitalist. Um, a term first coined by Derek Fay. Uh, it's not an actual thing, but pretty much I just do a lot in the business realm. So it's the easiest way to sum up what I'll do. And if you'd like to connect with me, I'd be happy to connect with you on IG and Twitter at C-X-L-E-B-R-O-G-O on both. So Caleb Rogo on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And I'll tag those for everybody in the description. But yeah, that's really interesting, man. Um, and so what what really brought you to this kind of general term of like, you know, venture capitalists, like, did you have to follow something or did you see someone do it and you want to do it? Or do you feel like you're kind of following your purpose through this? Yeah. So the term intermediary is because right now um, it's not, I'm leveraging OPM, which is other people's money and not directly myself, but eventually I will pivot to that. But right now it's pretty much just, um, being in the middle of transactions, connecting someone who just say has something with someone who needs something, making that connection, and then obviously being paid out after making that if the deal were to go through. Yeah, that's that's really cool, man. It's it's really nice what you can do with someone <clears throat> with two people or multiple people just through making that bridge because you know them and you want to help them and provide value. And I think in in one way that's that's very defining of someone's purpose because you're helping two people succeed at something and you're providing that value yeah i mean for me i think there's two big paradoxes in life that i've come to realize pretty quick and uh one of them is if you help others get what they want you'll get what you want and then the same concept along those lines is the more you give the more you receive so there are two paradoxes that you think would work in the opposite way, but it happens to be in the laws of the universe where it's like the more you help others and the more you give, it all comes back. So I talk about this concept of the universe being a mirror. So the way yeah. you are inwards is your outwards. So for me, it also goes line, along the lines of like your frequency is what you see, right? So for me, it's like, okay, if I'm good on the inside, it'll be purport on the outside. But if I'm bad on the outside, it's going to be portrayed because I have a bad inside, right? So for me, I've come to realize those two paradoxes. 
And what this allows me to do is uh, just help other people. And then from there, um, obviously, you get paid in the pro proportion of value you provide. So I'm providing value and helping others, which um, what better duo is there to that? Yeah, that that really is the end goal, right? You want to help people in the way that you can provide value. And then obviously there's a value exchange going on and that reciprocity needs to be put back onto you because you're providing. And people, I think people are kind of not in a way brainwashed, but led to believe that receiving that value that in that exchange in the form of currency is wrong but it's actually just an energy exchange and that's what happens to be coming towards you um and i think i think um a lot of that comes from external things and um things in general that lead you astray from what you're supposed to do like you're very much a uh, people person in the sense that oh like like even when we first met, you just automatically connected me with people that you thought would benefit from me meeting them or I would benefit from meeting them. And it's just kind of a character characteristic that you have embodied really well. And I think that you've just gotten that from really embracing who you are. No, I appreciate that. I mean, for me, it's always... Um obviously a big thing that I like to do is just meet people, talk with people and see what either we can do business wise or just friendship wise. So for me, it's, I've just always been a big fan of meeting people and um, seeing what type of value we can provide. Like I said, whether it's a business friendship or even just a regular friendship relationship. And for me, anyone who I think can help someone I just met, I'm happy to make the introduction because if even if I can't do business with someone, but I know you can, um, it, the same, the same thing happens and I get the same enjoyment and fulfillment from making a connection than just hoarding them to myself. So for me, I prefer to be selfless in some sense, although you have to be somewhat of selfish as well, um, which we can talk about that concept. Uh, but yeah, for me, I'm always just big on helping others. And like I said, it goes back to that paradox, which I guess you could say some um, think about that more selfishly other like some people just give money because they think they'll get get more. In, but it's it's the authenticity and the purity and the good intentions behind it that ultimately drives it to be, be an actual force, because yeah. obviously there's people out there who take advantage of people by selling, whether it be courses, whatever knowing there's no actual value but them providing it as so like okay this course i know it not is it's, it's not going to help you but i'm selling it as so so in essence you're convincing yourself of one thing but it's actually bad karma coming back to you so for me it's always just being in the purest um spot i can be and always being authentic and genuine in whatever i do and if it's not, um, I try to stay away from it. Yeah, that's they even say that um, like when you are trying to, quote, manifest something and you're and you're acting out that thing and you're thinking about that thing, but you don't feel it, then that's contrary to like the energy field. Right. It Like this this concept really looks at it from a quantum physics level. Um, because you can think one thing and you're on this wavelength, but if you're not feeling it, you're 
contrary to that wavelength. So those two things aren't harmonious. And when they're not harmonious, they're not going to intertwine and attract what you want. Yeah, no, I agree. And obviously Nikola Tesla first said it where if you want to understand something, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And obviously our thoughts and everything like that is a frequency. It's a vibration we send out. And the Hertz level, obviously, as we know, enlightenment's at the top. Uh, being genuine and authentic is up towards there, whereas being just selfish and under that is obviously a low Hertz. So in essence, you're trying to help others, but you're sending it out in such a low Hertz that it doesn't come back or it comes back harmful. Whereas if you're up at high Hertz and you send it out, it comes back in a positive uh, light and positive things happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, and really when you become tapped in quote with, you know, your purpose, who you truly are just through mindfulness, meditation, uh, practicing presence, this can all help in influence this and help bring those back in full circle to you. Um, and it can especially help you become aware of things that will help you improve that. So something that's like, and, and I guess both of our cases, if you want to help someone and you're really tapped in and you're in the present moment, you can really empathize with that person and really understand what their needs are in a better way than you can if you're looking at it from a surface level or you're not so focused in on the present moment and you're not really aware of your thoughts and other people's thought patterns. Yeah, I mean, I think too many people, they go in uh relationships friendships whatever business relationships whatever it is always on a thing of like what can i get mm -hmm. instead of what can i give so for me it's always trying to give as much value as i can up front because even if nothing happens it's just better to lead with value or lead with some type of help than it is to lead just from a selfish perspective because even yeah. at that like if you've read laws of power it's always better to go in on that anyway because obviously, if you lead selfishly, it's going to come out right away and your hands already shown. So yeah. no matter what way you look at it, value and just giving just at a simple basis of like helping other people realizing what they're struggling with or what their weaknesses are and helping help them bring in strengths or introduce them to people who will help cover their weaknesses, whatever it may be. It's always just a better um, way of provide like um securing the relationship and moving it forward in a positive way rather than a selfish um what can you do for me type way which is never yeah it's never a good way to go into a type of any any relationship as of like you need to do this for me type thing yeah and that, that comes with just being mindful and being kind of tapped into to god in a way or that that energy the source right um, and you'll understand that. And that kind of comes through practicing and honing in on your own intuition and stuff, which is something that we were sp speaking about um, earlier. It's like what benefits and what you can have in life if you're really tapped into your own intuition, right? Yeah, for me, I think the intuition and like, um, like your gut, everything like that is the hand of God. Um, because for me, what I've and like tended to notice just through myself, especially 
is um, social media for me is just, we all are constantly bombarded by outside stimuli, whether it be, I mean, even podcasts, then you got music, TV, you got reels on Instagram, you got TikTok, you have YouTube, you have so much things at your disposal, even books. Um, not saying they're all negative, obviously you can use them in a positive light, but we have so much outside stimuli on a regular basis that in my opinion, it's, it's all a distraction from God's guidance and God's um, will for our lives. So for me, I've been trying to just take a step back and focus more on like my connection with him, because obviously, as we know, since we're so bombard so bombarded with everything, it's also constant dopamine twenty four seven. That if we don't step away, we'll get um, yeah, we're just going to be consumed by it. And for me, yeah, um, ever since taking a step back, I've been able to kind of reevaluate things and more focus on what needed to be done instead of focusing on things I was putting off. Obviously, um, just due to just lack of effort and even lack of focus in the right things i was able to re take my time back in a way from okay instead of answering just say 20 minutes of dms or scrolling through ig for 20 minutes i can do 20 minutes of something else whether it be read a book or something like that or even meditate whatever put it towards a positive thing that'll actually affect my life rather than just lose 20 minutes of life that i'll never get back scrolling through reels just mindlessly doing stupid stuff yeah i i agree i've noticed that my um consumption has gone down recently and that has helped with my creation and like i'm at the point now where i'm creating more than i'm consuming and i'll, I'll more or less post and ghost right i'm getting into the content stuff and just i post something and I, I let it go i my instagram dms are backed up too um and like i don't see people's like stories so i don't really scroll anymore it's like i probably sat down and scrolled for the first time today for like five minutes in the first time and like dude over a week um and it's really interesting to see how much more clear-headed you can be and now i don't really i i can really like sympathize with you here like i really don't have an urge to like always be stimulated, even if it's by like a podcast or an audio book. Um, I just don't have the urge to, because I'm like, okay, let me be here with my thoughts and like myself. And there's a lot of value that comes out of that because I feel like a lot of people are so afraid to be with themselves and afraid to be with them, their thoughts. They have to be stimulated by something, whether it's uh, something like audio or visual, even if it is beneficial it still can be a distraction from everything that's going on in here. And you have to really focus in on that. And it's still a work in progress for me. Yeah. I mean, everything you said with just there, I resonate with on a deep level. Cause that's the exact the same thing as me. It's for me, I've been a posting and then I just delete the app. So for me, it's just a total way to just throw that out the window, not even focus on it. Then just say the next day I'll check it do my same thing, either post something or just see if I have to, any important messages. And if not, same thing, just delete it. For me, it's been able to obviously cut time out, which has been huge. But like you said, um, the creation, your creative frequencies, everything's going because it's now coming 
from your inside of like what actually you care about and what's direct from God, the higher source, instead of being driven by someone else's opinions and someone else's point of view, because that's the big thing, especially in this, um, as we follow a lot of these other people in the content creators in this, like in these different spaces that we end up regurgitating their content because we have no content of our own because we're all just going off the same content we're seeing instead of the content we're feeling from God and getting his direction on it and stuff like that. So for yeah. me, that's been, yeah, a massive thing. And I've, it's weird you say that because when you do step back, you realize it, but it's so hard to take the step back originally because obviously it's the dopamine and everything that we've bombarded with. And that's kind of what feels comfortable. But again, it's stepping away and going to what's not comfortable to where we can truly grow and learn and actually get places. Yeah. It almost feels wrong at first when you're doing, when you're like doing it because you're so used to having something in the background or something, always watching something like I know people that just cannot go without having like a show on in the background because they can't be in the silence. <clears throat> and it's it's definitely easier said than done. And it's like a whole, like you take one step at a time. Um, at first for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to start listening to podcasts. And then I started listening to podcasts, cutting like the the music out uh, because you, I mean, I'm sure you already know about that's that kind of area. And then I kind of got into like the audiobooks too, because that was cool. And then now it's like, I'm listening to like the frequencies to like 432 I'll put on or like I'll put on some like thing about love and abundance, whatever. I just I just was listening to that before this. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that's like what I consume now. So like if you go on my yeah, Spotify, yeah. if you go on like my Spotify stats, it's like all like frequency stuff. It's it's crazy, uh, which like even a year ago, I would be like, I wouldn't believe it. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's it's it, that's definitely like what it's been for me. And, um, honestly, I have a crazy, I have a crazy story with the frequency stuff. Like, um, I listened to this, to this, like, uh, like money one and, um, like the first day I listened to it, I was, um, I work at a luxurious country club in town and, and I was walking up to it after I parked and it's kind of a far walk in the caddy lot. And I walked up and all of a sudden there's like a hundred dollar bill on the ground. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's okay. How am I going to pick this up and keep walking? And I look over and there's another hundred dollar bill on the ground. And I was like, dude, like what? I like look over and like make sure like no one's like looking for their money. And then I look over again and there's another hundred dollar bill just laying on the fucking floor. There's just 300 bucks laying on the floor. And I had listened to that audio or that, um, that money frequency thing the night before, like while I was sleeping, I'm like, I called up my friend that showed me it and I was like, you would not believe what just fucking happened to me. Oh, that's awesome. And see it to like, I wonder if that would have happened if you weren't in tune with your own frequency and in tune yeah. with, let's just say the divine. Cause like, that's what I feel like going back to my point of like, it's all kind of a distraction. And that's when you realize that and are awake to that and then can consciously control your environment, your surroundings or what you're consuming. Um, Obviously, not only uh, physically with what you're eating, but also mentally uh, what you're feeding yourself and your soul. Um, yeah, you're just awakened to a lot of different things. And for me, I mean, I've even cut out a lot of, I mean, I still listen to some hip hop, but it's more 
it's the good manifestation kind, not like the, the obviously the lower Hertz stuff. It's more the high frequency stuff. Like um, there's this song called, well, my favorite right now is called wins and losses by Meek Mill. And the first like 20 seconds, I actually have it screenshotted on my phone. Um, I'll actually read it right now. Yeah. Read it. It's, yeah, so it, it's Eric Thomas starts it and he says, you have to eat the dream, you have to sleep the dream, you have to dream the dream, you got to touch, you have to see it when nobody else sees it, you have to feel it when it's not tangible, you have to believe it when you cannot see it, you got to be possessed with the dream. And then Meek Mill starts saying, any, warm into, any weapon formed against me shall not, not prosper. So for me, it's like that, those are the type of affirmations and the type of lyrics i want to be listening to if i did listen to lyrics not just hurts which i've been listening to a lot of hurts anyway but if i'm going to listen to lyrics i want it to be positive and uplifting not negative and yeah in drugs sex alcohol whatever i want it to be positive and actually then um positively go into my subconscious and not have the negative come in yeah, I agree. And that's kind of why I took a step away from like R&B rap music is because it's all about that. And it's hard to navigate and find the aff affirming lyrics and stuff like that, which is cool that you fa have found that. Um, I, I found that a lot in like 90s hip hop. That's um, that's exactly of that. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been listening to a lot of lately is yeah, the 90s hip hop because it was it wasn't about just the what seemed cool and like what seemed gangster it was more actually pure it was all about lyricals it was all about like what the like was actually written than the music beats that's what it is now like i mean some of these songs dropped they just yell the same thing like travis scott like his song is fiend which if you actually look up what fiend means it means addict so in essence when his song comes on it's just him yelling addict 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 and which it's really fiend, yeah, but it's, it's like it's a ritual people don't even know what they're yeah energy. people don't even people don't even know what they're listening to and it's energy harvesting which i'm sure yeah, you know as well and that's what the car crazy. that's what yeah that's what the concerts are so yeah it's when people realize and awake up to what the music industry is actually like um yeah it's it's pretty crazy but not only that like you said though and like i was saying earlier is the lyric like it was all about lyrics and like what actually like the affirmations in the music in the nineties. And that's what you actually find out when you listen to like early hip hop and even early music in general, it was all uplifting good beats because they knew the power of putting it in your mind and in your subconscious. And now it's just watered down and people are consuming yeah. like consuming stuff in music and even TV shows that they're not even conscious of. That's why they've been promoting certain agendas for forever in the TVs um and they do it 20 years earlier and now the stuff that they prom were promoting 20 years ago is now coming true because it's all subconscious programming so that we get watered down to it and then they just infiltrate it into the, our yeah. current society so yeah it the whole mainstream um loop is kind of a mess but in terms of music and frequency i definitely agree with you and i think um yeah people just need to be conscious of what they're consuming at the end of the day whether whatever it be yeah, I always ask people about that question. I'm like, so how are how are you consciously consuming? And it like it takes people a second to like think about it. And they're like, well, oh, I do. I I don't really watch the news that much, but I like to stay informed and stuff. I'm like, like for like 
like trying trying to allude to the fact like okay like if you can like break away from from that like maybe you'll feel better because people are like yeah i've just been dealing with some anxiety and stuff um so like you know i always try and like put that little knowledge nugget in there too and i will say the one thing that um makes it challenging is as a musician um like i like to learn songs on the guitar that sound cool and most of the time it's like gonna be like a lyrical song so you have to like listen to the song to listen to the guitar and like you know if you're learning the song you're going to be learning the lyrics too so i have also been trying to be like really intentional about that too but it's kind of hard to navigate like there's just one super sick song it's called sex and candy but it's got an awesome guitar but it's about just seeing this is about lust and i was like well yeah, yeah you're affirming that when you you sing it um but the song is so cool <laughs> So it's well, hard. at least you're consciously aware, though. That's where it all yeah. starts is you being yeah. consciously aware because then at least it doesn't go direct in your subconscious because obviously songs that we memorize and know then, that's already ingrained in our subconscious. So it's the songs that we already know that you want to be positive and affirming because that's music you already have stored. So for me, like I said, it's been – I've completely shifted. I mean, I, I've been listening to artists I've never listened to really before just because um, I was able to get inspiration from um, Reese Wabara, who's not very well known, uh, but I really just resonate with his, um, the way he moves and the, a lot of his content, um, especially on Twitter and other podcasts that he's been on. But I just, I've been listening to some of his playlists and it's introduced me to some artists I wouldn't have listened to before. And the better frequencies and the better affirmations that are in a lot of the songs that he's got on his playlist. So yeah. I will, I would like to give a shout out to Reese because yeah, if it weren't, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have known these and then I'd still be listening to other stuff or only the frequency music, but now I can get a little bit of both, which is the frequency music and some good um, R and B hip hype type positive affirmation songs. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to definitely get that information for me after this. Um, yeah, for me, like a couple of like, years ago, it started when I like, I like found other music besides rap music. Like I figured out that there's like genres outside of country music and rap music. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. So then, you know, I kind of started to realize after going down the conspiracy hole too, like what mainstream music is. And like, I learned about all the like subliminal messages in the songs and on the album cover art. And you kind of start to notice it. You're like, oh, I see, I see that sign here. I listen, I hear that in this song. And it like makes you like realize that. And then you kind of like, for me, I found some like more underground bands that was cool. Um, but at the end of the day, like if you're listening to music like that, it's really just kind of like the goal, like whether with its it's good intentions or bad intentions, they're trying to put you. The goal is to put you in a trance so that you're like hypnotized by the music. Like they're, they're hypnotizing you to like make you like the song. Um, but your, your brain is being put onto that frequency so that you will like the song, but it, and it's in no way serving you. Um, like that, that artist, that, that uh, conglomerate is what is being served with your energy. And that's why the more mainstream malicious, you could say, um, entities have concerts that harvest your energy 
Um, so, so you want to be listening to something that's like, that's why conscious consumption is a term, but like you want to be listening to something that's like benefiting you rather than you, your energy being, um, taken away. Yeah. And I think to go along with your point, um, just it's, it's not even, I think a lot of it comes down to like group think, like a lot of the songs on like these albums that like people drop, um, the most listened to songs are obvious in my experience tend to be the most negative, which is ironic because it's all the deep cuts that are actually positive, but they're not as pushed. Hence why they're not as popular, which I find interesting. Like a lot of these songs that I listen yeah. to are a lot of these artists deep cuts. So it's like even Meek, um, Drake, like all these artists I listen to, it's their deep cuts that like, half these songs I would that if I were to mention you you've probably never heard of them but it's all these popular songs by them that are the most negative that like in the most let's just say demonic and worse for the subconscious yeah. that are being absorbed and it comes down to what the song like and every, every artist you talk to it's always they're trying to promote an emotion to get an emotion out of the listener so it's that's another thing if you're a listener, you need to be conscious of because they're trying to evoke certain emotions out of you that you wouldn't feel otherwise that the song hits in places it wouldn't otherwise and like all this stuff that that's their goal behind the music. So if you can understand that's their goal, then you're at least listening to music that consciously like, okay, this is their goal. This is the way they want me to feel, etc. Yeah, definitely. That And that comes like, one with the lyrics like listen to the actual words that they're saying don't just mindlessly sing along and also listen to the frequencies especially with raps and like our r&b songs so today like if you really focus on the sounds that are coming out rather than all, like the whole song in general you'll notice like they're just blaring frequencies at you if you like listen, I, I noticed it in the little Uzi Bird song. I was like listening to it and I was like, this is just like it's like the lyrics talking about sex. And then the, it's like the beat isn't even like a beat or anything. It's just frequencies they're blasting at you. Um, and so that's on an energetic level, definitely throwing you off of that resonant frequency that you're supposed to be on. Yeah. And then one song I would promote everyone to listen to at least once just for the lyrics um for me it was super powerful another reason why i kind of got off social media it's by drake it's called emotionless off his i think scorpio album um and i'm just gonna read a verse clip it that really just hits for me at least it says i know a girl whose one goal was to visit rome and she finally got to rome and all she did was post pictures for people at home because all that mattered was impressing everybody she's known. I know another girl that's crying out for help, but her latest caption is leave me alone. I know a girl happily married till she puts down her phone. I know a girl that saves pictures from places she's flown to post later and make it look like she's still on the go. Look at the way we live. And then he said, like, I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid from empty souls to just wake up and look to debate. Until you staring at your seed, you can never relate. Like that, and that that those lines for me in his verse just hit because, like I said, it's when you realize like what social media at the core is. Like everyone's just trying to make their life seem better than it actually is, instead of just being genuine and authentic and showing what's actually going on. 
Yeah, dude. They, yeah, that really does hit. Um, because it's it's like a place where you can you can put up a version of yourself that you that you want everyone to see. And so everything looks fine and dandy, but like in reality, like it's on a fucking screen, like that's not real. And so, so then like, you know, when people like us and um, like, I guess our internet friends are going out and being authentic, like it's, it's not normal. It's like me going up and be like, what's up guys. So um, this is why I prioritize my sleep. And like, I only, I lose, I literally lose over half the viewers in less than three seconds because people's attention spans aren't curated for me telling them that they should prioritize their sleep. Um, but well, I'm trying it, to like share a message. And when you go out against the narrative of like, obviously we're in our, we're in our twenties. I just turned 21 yesterday, but it's oh, like one thing. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. But what a lot of people don't realize then is like, what I should be doing is going clubbing, right? I should have went clubbing yesterday. Instead, I was in bed by 930, right? So it's like, it's it's everyone is just so conditioned to be like, okay, you turn 21, you go clubbing. That's like the new thing now. And you just go get wasted, right? Whereas it's like people like us understand that like, it's not all about social media. Like I want, we want to make our lives a movie of social media, but I don't need social media to do that for me, right? I don't need to show every every minute what I'm doing because then the other thing is it takes away from like what's actually private. Like I don't want my kids and my wife and my future family to be plastered all over social media. Like I'd rather have some things kept private and eventually I don't really want to have any social media at all because um, like, I just don't want to be out there having everyone nosy in my business, but it's a lot of people, their whole, everything's based on their social media so then it's hard to stay take away from that step. But like, yeah, it's everyone just trying to flex and out flex each other when it's all just a fake front anyway. It's all just a smoke screen. And a lot of people fall for the smoke screen. I mean, half these girls that are models, whatever, they post with all these filters, then it makes younger girls feel insecure. And then they go get all this stuff done, right? It's just a constant that kind of negative loop. And it starts with a place of no one being genuine and, uh, and authentic from the beginning. Yeah. And that's, that's what, that's what the new trend is going to be. People looking for authentic people. Um, that's kind of what happens. And that's why people like us meet and are like, Oh, this guy's actually really cool because you're just authentic. And that's what like I prioritize and clearly that's what you prioritize. And that's why we kind of are connected with our own people like that's going to be the new thing and now and then people are going to wake up to it because they're not going to want to play along with this bullshit anymore because it's not sustainable for um just for your mental state and for the collective as a whole and it's not it's not resonant and people are waking up i think people are waking up um and they're realizing that it's like you said it's a smoke screen and yeah. um with time with time and people being genuine on these platforms, it will change. I, I mean, I think if I had to bet where the internet was going, um, I think a lot of these people that are just like, let's just say e-com gurus and the course sellers, I think a lot of them are going to be pushed out and come in by people who are actually providing value for free and just giving value and not looking yeah. for anything in return. But it's, it's interesting because the people who aren't looking for anything in return, it's another paradox, actually get the most out. So 
personally, uh, one of the people I've been listening to again uh, is Derek Fay, who's a venture capitalist. He he says like his big thing is like giving back not only with his pocketbook, um, but also with the knowledge he's earned just through his reels and stuff like that. He's grown. He doesn't sell anything though, but he said in turn, I've actually, it's a paradox because I'm giving away more information for free than I ever have. And like just answering simple DMS, like he doesn't have anyone run it. He actually runs his Instagram, answers messages, tries to help people. And in return, they're bringing him stuff that can help his business. And then they end up profiting more together. Right. So it's that concept of like, I think a lot of people are just trying to instead just fetch out and try to get everyone to buy their stuff or sell whatever they want and try to just run up the sales instead of actually being genuine and just giving it all away for free because it ends up coming back to you tenfold. Like I said, it's another way of the universe rewarding you for not selling out, if you will. Yeah, I I totally agree. And it's still a concept that I'm trying to embrace and fully embody because like I said, at the beginning of the conversation, we were just kind of conditioned from a young age to think that we should always try and get something from ourselves and everything that we do do, we should in the back of our minds, think of ways that you can benefit from it. Um, so that's something important because at the end of the day, we're all here to like, I really genuinely feel like each and every person's purpose is to help serve other people and their own, their kind of own specific purpose is in what way. And so that's something that, I've been working on in body and I'm sure you have. And, um, and so that's, that's something that everyone can really focus on when they think about social media or they think about what they're supposed to do today, tomorrow, what they're supposed to do with their selves in the next coming year. How can, what can you use that is specific to you to serve other people? And when you are serving other people, that value comes back on to you. Just exactly how you said yeah. And I mean, it's the way I look at it is it's a way of the universe, God rewarding you for doing good and helping others. Right. It's just one of those a lot of people call paradoxes. It sounds obviously woo woo when you say, oh, if you give more and help others more, you'll get more in return. Right. It sounds like all woo woo, but it's actually something that God and the universe rewards you for doing good and being good. And obviously we both know if you treat others how you want to be treated, you'll be treated great, right? And if you treat others like crap, you're going to get treated like crap in return, right? So it to me, it's always all about, right, the, the universe being a mirror and the energy you put out, you get reciprocated back. So we both know that we're conscious of it. And that's really the first step, but also being confident in yourself and then knowing what you can provide and help others with and not just take advantage of them as well. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I agree 100%. So, uh, Caleb, as we wrap up here, what is, to, ca- to kind of put everything into an action step, what would what would your action step for listeners be if they're looking to get started with this? What would you tell them that they can start doing? So for me, as Weird as it, it sounds, you think I would tell you to go listen to someone, but I'm actually going to tell you to listen to yourself because, um, like I said, for me, especially the last couple of months, I have been doing a lot of consumption, but it's also been consumption of what I feel in my intuition and the hand of God and what um, I feel like he's trying to tell me what to do, right? 
So for me, I would say, listen to yourself and go with what your gut is right. Because I mean, you can listen to so many people, you can listen to a bunch of people who are successful, but you don't know how they actually got successful. Because again, in this age of social media, some people who claim to make money in one thing actually haven't made their money in that thing and they're making it from somewhere else, et cetera. So what I would say is just find something that you're passionate about um, in yourself and just go all in on that. And from that, just learn, but not only the knowledge you learn, go apply it. So I think action's more important than knowledge, especially at the beginning, because if you know too much, it'll hinder you from actually taking the knowledge. But if you just go in and learn along the way, um, you'll be farther than your competition already because the competition's still learning while you're taking action. So for me, I would say just try to detox, find out what you truly want to do and what you truly are aligned with and your passions. And then whatever it is you choose to do, whether it's start a fashion brand, um, start a service-based um, agency, whatever it be. Um, just become the best at it, master that craft and don't, you don't have to change industries because it's not successful, right? We both know everything great takes time and no one can, is expecting to start something and make a million dollars in their first month, right? It's, it's all about the long course of time. And if you become an expert, no matter what, even if it ain't profitable for you, you could always go get a job somewhere else or work for someone else and be just as profitable. So because you've acquired a skill and an actual master, eventually master something. So for me, yeah, I would say listen to yourself um, and get the guidance from God and not outside stimuli. And then from there, learn along the way what you think you need to learn. But yeah, I, ultimately, I would just say listen to yourself and ultimately God and just be super super smart about that is what I would say is my going away words. Beautiful, man. Uh, you, you said it better than I could. Um, but yeah, lots of value when you really just focus on yourself, but everyone, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, this is definitely, uh, I say this all the time, but this is definitely one of the best ones. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hope you enjoyed. If you got this far, uh, please share this uh, podcast with someone that you think would need this uh, i'll be doing that i hope you will caleb and i hope you will listeners um with that have a great rest of your day everybody and i'll see you next time on the ascension show peace